This is URN Sport. University Radio Nottingham, that's a good station as well. URN, let them do a go well to finish, please. Can you stop editing the go well, please, at the end of their show? Cheers. Go well. Keep it URN. Keep it URN. URN. This. This. Is URN. Hello and welcome to the only World Cup preview that all have freshers flu. I'm joined by Toby Reynolds, the epitome of going out in the semi-finals gloriously. But we also have a World Cup winner in my eyes, as this person has just worked 4 to 8am this morning, has freshers flu, and yet has turned up for her sticky wicket debut. Jemima joins me. Jemima, how are you? Ill. Ill. Ill's the first word. Right, talk to us. Jemima. What county do you support? What fran- uh, 100 franchise do you support? Let's not get to know you. Well, got to support Kent. Support Kent? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Home county, got to support it. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know, the best team I, I prefer is, like, Trent Rockets for 100. Mm. Toby is giving a big smile. Very happy here. Very do you happy. think it's down to the social media aspect of the Trent Rockets? Uh, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. How excited are you for the World Cup, the men's World Cup? I'm, I'm pretty excited, actually, because... Mm. Different from 100. Exactly, yeah. So, I don't know, I just like short form, but then I also love, sorry, <laughs> test matches. Toby, how excited are you for the World Cup? Yeah, really excited. I mean, we had a World Cup last year as well, which I thought went pretty well. I mean, England unfortunately went out in the semis, but seemed to play all right, obviously under new leadership this year. So it'll be interesting to sort of see how, how it might affect England's playing style. Mm. Quite a few changes to the team as well, Harry Brook likely coming in. Stokes actually playing once as well. Mm. Um, and then obviously a lot of injuries. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how England do and um, and who might actually come out victorious because it's always hard to tell before a tournament. Well, let's make our big predictions now. Does anyone have a team they're going to back for the World Cup? This That isn't England maybe? Is anyone got any surprise winners? New Zealand maybe? I think, I think New Zealand might win their first one. I can just... Because New Zealand have done really well in the past few tournament experiences. Uh, you look at the World Cup final with the, well, the boundary count. Uh, then they've done so well in the Test Championship. This is the, I know the last World Cup wasn't great for them, but I can just see them maybe winning their new, a new trophy because it's really hard to win more than one of these T20 World Cups. So I just think maybe it's New Zealand's year. Jemima, any thoughts? I'd agree. I'd agree. New Zealand, you support yeah. them as well. Uh, Toby? I don't know. I don't think... New Zealand necessarily will. I don't know. There's no doubt they have quality, but it's whether they can put out the bag because they often have struggled. It's felt like mm. losing what three World Cup finals in <laughs> three competitions. Maybe it's their time. That's a, yeah. That's a very it could good be. Answer. It could be. I I I'm gonna back, and I don't know. This is a tough one. Here we go. I might actually back Australia, and it pains me to say it. I mean, two I think, in a row. Yeah, I don't know. I just have. A feeling like last one felt like a complete fluke. They just literally sort of picked some random players who seemed quite good and they all came together and kind of picked their test bowling line-up and, and it worked. Um, and now since then they've all played a lot more T20 stuff so I think they could have a decent chance. Um, but I think England have, have a big shout as well. But obviously you can't, mm. can't put your home team down as favourites. Also, it's very hard to win at home. I can only think of... Did Sri Lanka do it in 2014? But bar that... Yeah, was well, that it, might have even a shared one between? Yeah, so hosting. it's not even the final was in India. I seem to agree. I assume, yeah. Yeah, so it, no one's actually won it at home, 
So that was always a first. And no one's ever won it back to back. Mm. So they'd be really going against the odds. <coughs> but let's start right at the base of the tournament, Group A and Group B. Now, we all know what Toby's view on Namibian fast bowlers are. Let's go through the teams that could qualify for the uh, Super 12s. Namibia, Holland, Sri Lanka and the UAE form Group A. Group B is formed of Ireland, Scotland, the West Indies and Zimbabwe. Two teams out of each group will go fourth and go into the respective group one or group two, which we'll get onto a little bit later. Who can we see qualifying from group A? Namibia, Holland, Sri Lanka, UAE. It's quite an interesting one, because I think Sri Lanka have really fallen far, um, winning the tournament, as we said, in 2014. Had a tough patch, but Toby, what's happened to Sri Lanka recently? Yeah, I mean, Chris Silver's come in, and he's gone from being the main villain at, for England to, uh, <laughs> yes. to sort of Superman for Sri Lanka. Um, taking them to an Asia Cup victory just a few months ago, a few weeks ago even maybe, mm. um, and I'm even fantastic for them, and and they actually have seem to have a, a really good idea of how to go about it. I mean, they they might be lacking a little bit, a sort of almost not just squad players, but sort of your sort of ninth, tenth, eleventh players, um, who you're sort of selecting. Obviously, you have got your main main stalwarts to the side. So like for England, you might have your like Josh Butler's who's definitely playing, and then it's like oh. Are we going to play Sam Curran or David Willey? And it's th- those kind of players mm. I think Sri Lanka might be lacking on a little bit. Yeah, um, it seems to be the core is strong. set. Yeah. But just around it, those moving parts yeah. doesn't seem to be settled mm. whether they'd be able to... I, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to beat Namibia and Holland, Jemima, mm. and UAE, of course. But what's your thoughts on Sri Lanka? Do you think they can go far or is it going to be out of the uh, Super 12s? I, th- I think they'd go... I think they're definitely... Uh, I don't know... <laughs> it's okay if you don't know. I don't know if they'll win or not. Like the, uh, I don't. It's sure. It's, we just, don't. it's, it's difficult because there are other good, re- like good teams, and I, I do think, like Holland. I, I'm not saying Holland are the best team, mm. but when I, when, you know, in the last, uh, what was it, the World Cup? Yeah, T20 World Cup last year. They didn't year, do yeah. that badly, and they have got a few good bowlers. Mm. So, I'd like to see them actually do well. If I'm honest. I think we'd all like to see Holland yeah. do well. 2009, I think they yeah. beat England at Lords, yeah. and that's like a big core memory for me. So I've always had this sort of weird position of Holland in, I think we'd be like a very specific generation who will remember Holland as being a really good side. Toby, Namibia, you know, you, you, you wax lyrically about Namibian left arm quicks. Um, what can we expect from maybe Namibia at this tournament? Well, I mean, they had quite a good tournament last year, actually making mm. it through to the sort of, the sort of second half of the group stages, um, where they I don't think they they might have won I think they won one game didn't they but but couldn't quite translate it, um, and yeah they just they they performed so well in that sort of first super eights or whatever it's called these sort of first groups of four, um, and yeah their left arm seamers did really well I think they skittled a couple teams for low um, low scores and then David Visa coming in at six, just blasted the ball everywhere and sort of carried them to victory in a few chases, um, which is really key. And it's I don't know if they'll be able to continue that performance again. They they definitely got a good chance, but to do it sort of two tournaments in a row, sort of being surprised underdogs might be a struggle. Yeah. And I mean being in a in a group with Sri Lanka, I think you'd expect to top it quite comfortably. Mm. Hope they'd definitely be hoping to win all three games. And then it's almost a shoot off I'd say between them and Holland, mm. which is the same as it was um, last World Cup so it sort of depends whether the Dutch sort of core can come good so I mean they've got quite a few county players Holland so mm. it'll be interesting to see 
what happens. I mean, I think the UAE will struggle significantly. Yes, it being in Australia doesn't seem like it's their tournament. Wouldn't surprise me if Namibian pitches are quite similar to Australian pitches. I'm thinking Heat, I'm thinking yeah, sort of Baking I'm, Sun. It might be, well, considering where they played last time in the uh, Oman and UAE, yeah. wasn't it? Namibia did quite well on those surfaces, so surely in more homely circumstances, they could do quite well against Holland. And like you said, a big shootout in Group A. Predictions, I'm going to say Sri Lanka go through, yep. and then a toss-up between Namibia and Holland. Let's go around the room. Jemima? I'd like Holland. Holland? <laughs> yeah, I'd like Holland as well. Holland, <laughs> I've got our predictions. Let's go to Group B. Zimbabwe have obviously been through some tough times off the pitch and haven't really looked like a good side for a long time. The West Indies... Double champions find themselves having to qualify for the main group behind the likes of Afghanistan and Bangladesh. You would have predicted that 10 years ago. Scotland, who did fantastically last tournament, and Ireland, who always seem to get into a big upset one way or another. Toby, who do you see qualifying alongside the West Indies, essentially? That's a bold statement, saying the West Indies are automatically going to qualify. I mean, it will be a huge shock if they don't. Mm. But I can kind of see it. Okay. I mean... They're not. They've not got Narine. They've not got Andre Russell. They've no Chris Gale. No Chris Gale. They've not, they've even Shimron Hetmyer ha- isn't hasn't even made it out there. They he missed his flight, <laughs> and then so they organised another is. one, and he missed another flight. Um, so they are struggling a little bit with that sort of middle order power hitting. You'd have thought Puran and Hetmyer would have been that sort of three and four mm. um, engine room kind of style players, um, but I it could be very tough for them. I mean. They they do have a lot of quality. It's just whether it'll all come together and um, is it is it Simon's who's Simon's who's a mm. coach whether you can sort of bring them all together because I I listened to a few of the Caribbean cricket podcasts and and they're not very optimistic about their mm. their play. I think they're backing themselves to get through the first stages, but it could be a long a long five matches in that Super Twelves. Yeah, I think. West Indies cricket is in a real shambles on and off the pitch. It needs a character to really come through. But even then, you sh- they should be beating the likes of Zimbabwe and Scotland, and that gets them through. Two wins essentially gets you through, assuming there's no rain. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I just I feel the West Indies really could. I think they'll do okay. I think it's a very big shame that they're not the exciting team they once were. Jemima, what's your thoughts on the West Indies at the moment? I would be a bit surprised if they didn't beat like Zimbabwe and mm. Scotland. Yeah. I'd be a bit like taken aback and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about Scotland. Scotland have had a mixed run into the tournament despite their heroics last time. Obviously, we loved watching Scotland beat, it was Bangladesh, wasn't it? And there's a great yeah. clip of them all singing a flower of Scotland. Since then, it's been it's been tricky. They've lost the United States. They've also beat the United States. They played UAE. They've lost the UAE. They've beaten the UAE. They've beaten Namibia. They've lost to Namibia. They've beaten Nepal. They've lost to Nepal. They don't seem to be consistent in any way, apart from losing to New Zealand yeah, in T20s, hmm. where New Zealand hit 225 and 254 runs in 40 overs. It's quite a lot. I just don't think Scotland will trouble... I don't think they'll reclaim their Scottish pride like they did last year. Ireland, on the other hand, have had a really poor run in. They've been really poor. Losing in America was a real low point for the Irish. Um, they've been okay in the West Indies. Looked really poor against a not even a full South Africa side down in Bristol. I just don't think Irish cricket's where it needs to be. Now, Owen Morgan being available as in a coaching role, 
I'd, I'd be amazed at the next two years if he doesn't come in. But I think Ireland will qualify. I don't think they're going to do anything big like they have in previous tournaments, which is a real shame because Irish cricket really needs to keep on pushing and pushing. They've just got their test status. They really do need to keep on performing and getting out there into the Irish public. But I just think it's not their year. I don't think, no matter who they play, they get battered by. Say they qualify for Group 1. Afghanistan would tear them apart, Australia tear them apart, England and New Zealand have torn them apart. It's really troublesome for the Irish, and unless Paul Sterling gets going. That's the saving grace, is they do have a few world-class players within that squad, and, it's, and it, it, T20 is one of those formats that all it will take is one massive performance in a couple games mm. from one of their key players, or two of their key players, and they actually have a, have a chance. If Paul Sterling goes and hits a 30-ball 100, 40-ball 100, something absolutely ridiculous mm. then they have a chance of, of winning any game but yeah. it's whether he can do that enough times or whether any of their other batsmen can do that enough times or any of the bowlers Josh Little maybe can mm. can take five for none in a couple games it's going to be the problem tough I, though the problem I've seen is that the middle order just crumbles like that so even if Sterling does get a 30 ball 100 <laughs> they might get 170 and still be bowled out they're really really missing a middle order batsman so just think Ireland might qualify against winning against Scotland and Zimbabwe but I just don't think it's a stellar group I do like seeing other teams play though I do really want England to play UAE or Namibia or Holland or Scotland or Zimbabwe because we just don't see it enough and I think Jemima with the World Cup I always feel a little bit hard change because I'm always like I'd like to see England play someone other than Pakistan and Australia again. Do you agree, or what's your views on it? I'd like to see like England play against a lot more teams because mm. I think uh, as much as you love seeing like the same teams like New Zealand's always mm. like such an entertaining like match between both of them, whatever the format really, um, it'd just be nice to see like I don't know, playing N- Namibia just because yeah, it's yeah. just different. Yeah, I don't um, know, and seeing like. Because obviously they get to know like the different players on like mm. New Zealand, Australia, mm. all that. It'd be nice to like they obviously know the other like teams, mm. but I don't think they know them as well as the others. And it'd yeah. be nice to actually have a challenge for England. Yeah, and even just just to see new players from our yeah. perspective, because we're all England fans here. I mean, I support Ireland as well, but I just want to see something a bit different. Because I wrote about this in like when I was in senior school because I was bored. It just felt like we were going on a massive sort of circle and circle and we didn't play anything new. And as a cricket fan, it sort of put me off because like, oh, we're playing Pakistan again. Oh, we're playing, going to the West Indies again. It felt very cyclical. And it just, I just, I don't know, I just want to see some more teams come up. And I think in the Women's World Cup, the teams like Hong Kong have been doing really well. And I just would like to see a bit of something different. Just a bit of something different. But let's go on to Group 1. Afghanistan, Australia, England and New Zealand. Afghanistan, Toby. You're big friends with Rashid Khan. What's he like? What's he texted you? He's a nice guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's not. He's not texted me, unfortunately. He's not. No. Have you texted him? Uh, I texted him once and just got no reply. That's all good. Yeah, I asked if he wanted to come come and stick a podcast and, and nothing back. Mm-hmm. I think he was probably a bit a bit um, a bit scared of coming on such a such a monumental podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Established. That's yeah. a nice word. <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot going on at home for Afghanistan. This could be a really important national moment for them. When times are tough at home for any nation and sport continues, it's always going to bring them a bit of momentum in a sort of perverse way. I just think Afghanistan are in such a tough group, Australia, England and New Zealand. 
you think they've got a chance of breaking out and really giving the people at home some hope? No. No? Okay. No, I don't think they have. They've got a couple high quality players, mm. but I don't think they've got enough all round squad depth mm. to uh, to carry themselves through the group stage. Australia? Do you think you, you're confident of them? Jaime, what's your thoughts on Australia? Usually, Australia always have like a really batting down the order. They've got some really, really good bowlers, and I don't know. I think they're good. The, so. Yeah. Let's talk about England then. So much to be said. I'll go to Toby first. Just what's your main thoughts on England at the moment? I think they've got a good chance. I mean, they're playing Australia right now. Um, you'll be pleased to know Don Mo and Ali scored, scored 44. Oh, is that, uh, is that uh, his really new personal best? It is his new personal best. <laughs> I guess ben Stokes still hasn't increased his from 20, I reckon. But they they beat Australia a couple of days ago, playing them now in what could be quite a tight game. I think England have a good chance. It's whether they can sort of all come together. Alex Hale's coming back into the squads. Mm. It'll be an interesting one to see how he goes. And then all their sort of their scene bowlers trying to work out what their best sort of options might be, whether you play Chris Wokes or David Willey or... Chris Jordan or Sam Curran or Reese Topley, who are Mark Wood as well. Like they have so many options and none of them are quite standing out. So it's they're almost gonna be trying to throughout the tournament trying to find out maybe who their best options might be for the World Cup. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Jemima, what's your thoughts on England at the moment? I think I do think the team's actually quite good. Like they have got some good people. There are a few people that I wish they put in the team, but that's just oh, go personal on. matters. Go on. Well, I said like Luke Wood. I would Luke have Wood. loved to see like left arm pace because he was so pacey in um, the hundred this year. Hmm. Well, that's mainly because Trent Rockets, and I'm a bit of a bit biased, bit of a sucker for that. But I do think they've got some. Uh, I think the team is quite solid, but it just depends on how they play it right. I don't know. Just to see Josh Butler actually like push the team. I don't. You know, we'll see. I guess, but. He, he's been a bit hit or miss, I think, just yeah. at the moment. With I don't think his captaining has been very good. I think where he plays on the pitch really limits his chance to talk to the bowler. Going back to the World Cup where Morgs was in the ear of uh, Archer, it was because he was at mid-on or mid-off. I can't remember which one. doesn't really make a difference. But crucially, he wasn't 40 yards at the other end. But there's time-wasting. It puts pressure on the over-rate. I just don't think he can be a true captain and be wicket-keeper. And we've got so many other people at Wicketkeeper who possibly go in. It's a shame Bairstow's not there personally, but that's the luck of the draw. I just don't think Butler's quite there, switched on, and I just don't think England will have it in the, this World Cup. Winners. What's your thoughts on New Zealand? I think they're good. I can, this group's a really tough one to pick. I can almost see um, New Zealand, Australia and England beating the other three teams, and then each beating each other once. So, like, say, England beat Australia, Australia beat New Zealand, New Zealand beat England, or whatever order it might be. And it coming down to like a net run rate kind of style. Ooh. Um, and then it will almost just be luck of the draw as to who's beaten the sort of the smaller sides by the most. It's just a hard one to pick, I think. A would the winner of Group One or Group A, sorry, I was right, would be probably Sri Lanka. So England will have to play them. Mm-hmm. New Zealand will have to play them. And a Group B would also their runner up. So we're going to say Ireland or Zimbabwe yeah, would probably Ireland, go. Zimbabwe, th- Scotland, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, should we just guess? I'm gonna say Ireland. I'm going to Scotland. I'd probably say Ireland. Actually, I might throw in a rogue one with West Indies. Okay. I think the West Indies might come runner up in that group. It's gonna be a tough group. It's a really tough group. Yeah. And I hope Afghanistan could do something special, qualify mm. alongside England. But 
it's it's such a tough group for. I'm really glad how they spread out the groups though, because I'm glad they didn't put like all of was it was it Group C with England. Yeah. Group C. Oh, like I, I'm glad they didn't put like all of those big teams into the yeah. others, so they just toppled over like all the other teams. Mm-hmm. So you get to actually see like, you know, maybe underdogs come up and yeah, win have a chance. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, group two, this is. It just so happens again that India are playing Pakistan in a tournament. It works well. It's just so lucky that that happens all the time, ICC. Bangladesh, India, Pakistan and South Africa. South Africa really standing out as the only um, non-Asian team there. Yeah, swapping them with Afghanistan would have been yeah. quite a funny one. It's, it just feels really weird how the ICC keep doing this because it was the same last year. Yeah. It, it, I don't know what's happening. The ICC just always want India, Pakistan... Obviously, for the money, we get it, and it's a good rivalry, but just be a little bit more, be a little bit less blatantly. Getting the clicks. Yeah. Bangladesh, Toby, struggled at the last tournament. Yeah, he struggled again, I reckon. Particularly with that group, I mean, I don't think they've got much of a chance. They might beat one of them in a shock result, but pitchers don't particularly favour them as well, you'd think. Um, British South Africa are actually benefiting most from those pitchers. Mm. Could be, I reckon, maybe a shock shock win from them I think Pakistan will top I don't know Pakistan have the quality to top it if Rizwan and Babrazam can score hundreds of runs again like they have done over the last couple of years yeah it's it is interesting only two teams can leave the group it does seem tough but it's going to lead to a semi-final and a final who can you see progressing from that group Jemima India do you think they're strong favourites? I think they're always strong favourites. They always have like the quality of players that can bat down the order mm. and have the bowlers that just like are just so good. But mm. I do like Pakistan, I can't lie. I do think they are really strong and I kind of I don't know, I kind of want them to go through, to be fair. I, I'd like Pakistan to go through. Yeah. I, I think Pakistan after their great the goodwill that's been really seen over the past few weeks with England's tour. I've sort of got a bit more of a connection to Pakistan. I feel like I want that those fans to have that experience. And mm-hmm. Pakistan haven't won the T20 World Cup in quite some time. Have they? 2010? 2009. 2009. 2009 yeah. at Lords. And it just feels like, with everything that's happening in Pakistan, and it's sort of moved towards a bit more positivity, you'd just love to see that happen for Pakistan and their cricket fans. It would be huge for them. And they definitely have a, have a big chance as well. I can almost see a similar thing happening to the last T20 World Cup where India failed to make it out of the group stages again. Yeah. And so, and like Pakistan, India have a brilliant match as they most likely will. And send someone like South Africa managing to pinch a win out of nowhere against them and sneaking through the group stages mm. in the last match of the, of, of the groups or something like that happening. Um, and I think, yeah, as you mentioned there, they, they do have some real quality, Pakistan, Barbazan Rizwan, Harris Ralph as well with the ball. It's just whether everyone else can sort of perform enough around them. Sean Massoud um, and Hader Ali coming in at what three and four. If they can find a bit of form, which they, I mean, Sean Massoud did a little bit against England, but Hader Ali and um, and the rest of the rest of the middle order really struggled to to get any runs. That might almost have just been because Barbazan and Howard Rizwan scored so many, they didn't give them the chances yeah. to. Yeah, do agree. Just looking at Group B, it could be probably the West Indies going into that group. Yeah. Uh, assuming they win, I know you're not a big fan of them winning. Or maybe Ireland. 
it or Zimbabwe, not Scotland. You don't. It, I just don't. I just think it might be a bit of a cakewalk for someone like Pakistan who might not lose a game to, at all this tournament. Yeah. If they get in form, we know that, uh, Pakistan can just randomly get into form during tournaments, mm. which is just bizarre. There's no other team quite like it no. in any sport I can think of. Pakistan on a roll could be a dangerous uh, team this tournament, especially with what's happening at home. They've got the momentum from this tournament. Yes, they didn't win, but they, they played really well. Yeah. They've got good talent. And in tournament cricket, Pakistan are lethal. So that pretty much wraps it up. Has anyone got any big thoughts? Are you happy it's in Australia? Yeah, yeah. I think it works well. I mean, there won't be another T20 World Cup for <laughs> four years now, maybe three years. Um, but there will be many, many other ICC events. Yeah, there'll but, be six Champions Trophies, and a, a One Day World Cup, and, and, and yeah, probably a World Test tournament. Yeah, exactly. I just wish they treated it like the Football World Cup every four oh, years, yeah. and you get and there isn't this weird qualification. I just wish they were in big groups, maybe or less, four groups of four or something like four that. Four groups of four. Everyone got to play each and other. Then quarters, semis, and yeah. I just, yeah. Joanne, what's your thoughts on the current World Cup situation? It would make more sense if they made it like that, because mm. as as we said, like it'd be nice to see like smaller teams playing like England. Mm. I don't know. I'd like to see England play way more like smaller teams. Exactly. Just to actually see like the quality of the other teams against England. I'm not saying England are like the best team ever. But I think there's a sort of prestige with England. Yeah. I think because we obviously created the game. And how we spread the game, unfortunately. I do think there's it will get attention in that, their media, and I'm not sure if cricket is the national sport of Namibia or Zimbabwe, but if you're playing England, I think there is a sort of pricks up ears, and it helps grow the game. I just really want the World Cup to be a celebration of cricket worldwide, and sometimes it just feels like a glorified two extra teams, maybe yeah. the Champions Trophy. The Champions Trophy is fine. It's I I always view it as the sort of Euros. I never really rate the Champions Trophy. Yeah, I, I'm fine with it because it's another tournament and I quite like that. But I just want the World Cup to be a World Cup. Yeah, exactly. And I'd that. love to see teams like Canada, Kenya, who've qualified yeah. in the past. I'd just like to see more of that. And you know, I'm so bored of playing West Indies every yeah, year. The same Pakistan. I mean, I love playing Australia and India. We always get a big thrill out of. But after two years of playing them. I think we're all a bit tired of them, really. It's just, yeah. I'm glad we got Ireland in a test match at Lords. Definitely, That's yeah. really positive. Another Keep one another one coming as well. Um, yeah. Next year, playing Ireland again before the, the Ashes. So that'll be yeah. two and a, every two and four years. Yeah. As well. I guess one last thing. Who's everyone predicting for, for winning the World Cup? Which is Obviously, we'll have to change change them. But are you guys happy sticking with New Zealand? Oh, yeah. I suppose now we've reviewed it. I, I'm I'm going to say Pakistan. Ooh. I'm going to say Pakistan. I'm wearing a green shirt. That's not. Oh, that's as far as I'm going. That's literally what I was going to say. Yeah, Tony's <laughs> really brought us into Pakistan. About it, I yeah. was like, no, yeah. Okay, I'll allow Jemima as you are a debutante, and you've done absolutely amazingly. Come in, you've done what should be the debut of choice. Ashton Agar, you come in, scored ninety eight. Trent Bridge is just over. I'm going to say the Ashton Agar debut. Toby, you've been there as ever. My round Thank rabid, my you. wall. <laughs> and that's all we have time for. As me and Toby maintain quite a long eye contact now. I feel sorry for Jemima right now, <laughs> but it's been a really fun episode. Please do comment on the subsequent Sticky Wicket post, Sticky Wicket underscore URN. Follow the TikTok, Toby. What's our TikTok? Sticky Wicket underscore URN. It's just so creative, isn't it, Jemima? Just so creative with the names. Just rolls off the tongue. Just rolls yeah. off the tongue. <laughs> Please do follow us and listen, rate, subscribe, share it to a cricket friend, try and get into the World Cup. 
you know what, try and support a weird team. You know, Namibia, the five left arm team. Namibia has been what we've talked about the most this yeah. time. Yeah, definitely been more mentioned than England. So yeah, yeah. rightfully so. Up Namibia, go well and keep it your end. Cheers. <laughs>